Hello, everybody. It's your favorite mustache, Otaku, the manic mustache coming at you, pre-recorded and live. That's right. If you miss any part of our live broadcast, that's right. We broadcast live Sunday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. till, well, whenever you run out of steam. That's right. Um, You can follow us and... Let's see here. Let me restart that. We can follow us, find us on Mixler.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com slash Treehouse. That's where you'll find us live Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. till, well, whenever I run out of steam. Apparently, I'm already running out of steam or I'm running off the tracks. Not sure exactly what I got going on today. It's one of those days, but I'm glad to be here. But if you miss our live broadcast, as I said, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever finer podcasts are found. That's where you can find me us, the Manic Mustache, here in the Half-Baked Treehouse. So, tonight, I am joined by myself. That's right, I'm just here pontificating, talking about the end of the world. At least we can all have a laugh together, or by myself. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Treehouse Duo. That's right, that's where you can find the Manic Mustache on the social medias. Also, Rumble, at Rumble.com slash Treehouse. So I think that's everybody, everything. Speaking about Twitter, yes, Twitter has officially been purchased by um, Elon Musk, um, one of the greatest African-American uh, um, entrepreneurs to have ever graced um, these here uh, uh, shores. The internet should be so hap- so lucky to have such a great new overlord. But I think the best people that's, I think the news outlet that says it the best, yes, I keep on fellatiating them, but why not? Timcast.com, that's right, Timcast.com. Influencers, employees, celebrities react to Musk buying Twitter. Many said they would no longer be, hold on. Many said they would no longer be tweeting while one user claims Musk's, quote, free speech bid could end in a lawless hate, a lawless hate, bigotry, or sorry, end in, no wonder it didn't make any sense, missing a word here. Um, Why don't I start over? As you all know, I don't English very good and reading is not my first language. Uh, Many said that he... Uh, Many said they would no longer be tweeting while one user claimed Musk's free speech bid could end in lawless hate, bigotry, and misogyny. Um, Those state, that particular statement isn't necessarily wrong because Internet 1.0, that was scary. And what's going on now is bad, too. Like, I'm not against. No. I don't know. You know what? I want to see what this new... This this new Elon Musk Twitter, or Twitter under the new Elon Musk, what it's going to look like. And I wonder if that's going to be able to be some kind of model to what sh- 
can be done or what can't be done, to be totally honest here. Because unfettered free speech on the internet is very difficult. For one reason and one reason and alone. Um... Keyboards and screens allow for anonymity. And the when the internet was kind of small, it was easy to kind of for the um for the small communities to moderate themselves. As much as huh. So I came from the uh, uh, forum generation, right? Chat rooms and forums. You had to type really fast or you had to think really hard. Those were the two things that you did on the internet back in Internet 1.0. So um, a lot of times shit would just spiral out of control and you would just leave that particular, you know, chat room or a forum post and you just kind of move on with your life right now whatever this new thing is that the internet has evolved into it's fucking scary it's always been scary i guess to be totally honest i mean to be fair but um i guess uh what guardrails would be put in place to allow people to have a better experience. Not necessarily censoring um, the speech of others, but allowing the user to curate their, um, their experience, I guess. I guess that's the only way I can really think. I guess the best way I can think to say this. Because here's what's... I mean, yeah. People are going to say horrible, nasty things. Welcome to the internet, boys and girls. Like I said, my... Gen- this, this um, you know... Millennial... What? Moomer? No. Uh, oh, people in their 40s and late 30s. If you were on the internet when in a, as a kid... You know what was you know what was internet scary. All right, you saw it. You, you saw faces of death. Yeah, I'm looking at you. So, this internet 3.0 or whatever point oh this is is something we're not. It's it's a fire hose. Internet 1.0 was was this this slow trickle. Or maybe not even a trickle. It was a garden hose. Right? You turned on the spigot and just... You got you got the information that you were looking for. But it was through a garden hose. So it took longer to fill up the pool or, you know, you could squirt the kids with it. It, it wasn't really, you know... There was a little, fi- you know, barbecue got out of control. You could use that to, you know, take care of it. But, um... The internet now is just this, this, not even, I, I, I dare to even call it a fire hose. It's like this giant discharge hose 
of nastiness and refuge, which has consumed everybody and everything. And, um, sorry, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Not because I'm worried about what I'm going to say, but I want to be able to articulate and what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know what I want in my internet yet, but I know what I don't want. And what I don't want is what I've been seeing recently. And, um, I think we just, I think we should just jump into this story. Sorry, guys. I've been having a hard time talking the last couple days. Been busy as hell. Week, two weekends in a race. Basically, I have not had time to breathe in the last three weeks. Used to be able to get, you know, a weekend off here and there. And um, really, the weekends are my half days where I can just do some work. And then uh, take the rest of the, you know, from lunch, that way I can take the rest of the day off and just be lazy. Um, when, I think I went camping the week before uh, with the girlfriend and the dog. Which actually wasn't that bad. Not even that it wasn't that bad. It was quite enjoyable. Don't worry, guys. I'll get back to Elon Musk. But uh, I'm trying to justify my... Uh, falling over my words but uh no our dog her dog our dog i guess now um quite enjoyable he was chill a lovely puppy and um yeah it was the other dogs who were shitheads and aggressive and angry and jumpy and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that and sleeping on an air mattress while fighting your dog off of the air mattress, not a great way to sleep. Actually, a horrible way to sleep. And then this past weekend, uh, doing a lot of spring cleaning stuff, uh, repairs, throwing stuff out, being put in my place. By said girlfriend as she is throwing shit out that I don't even know why I was hanging on to. So that's that. So now here we are. You and I. And the mustache. Um, trying to get through words. Why I had to justify all of this. I have no freaking idea. Alright. As a wise man once said. Thank you for coming with me on this journey. Now, back to ThimCast.com, um, article by Michael Robinson. Uh, let's see here. Many prominent figures reacted with uh, concern, fear, anger, and disbelief that Twitter's board accepted Musk's offer to purchase the social media giant. In the hours following the news that Musk had successfully won his bid to take over um, ownership of the tech platform, Many users say, uh, said they did not support the transaction, Many, uh, with many promising to leave the platform. I think these are the same people that promised to go to Canada if Donald Trump won election. 
and they never did. Remember, my, I remember uh, Meemaw threatened that. She's like, if Donald Trump wins, I'd move to Canada. Like, no, you won't. Just kind of looked at. I won't. Yeah, because. Yeah, it's easier to to feign some kind of craziness than it is to be like, oh, uh, well, there you go. Moving on. But um, yeah. Let's see here. Users expressed concern over Musk's idea of free speech, while others questioned his um. Racial bias based on his origins in South Africa. Some employees of Twitter questioned the uh, viability of the company's future. You're worried about the viability now that Elon Musk has bought your company? Elon. Baby. Bubba. Mr. Musk. Big Daddy Elon Musk. If you would like to buy my company and make me an employee of said company, I will be forever grateful to you, great overlord Musk, big daddy, god king, lowercase g, lowercase k, because I am a Catholic. Please come down with your magical Musk and purchase my business. Because maybe Elon has some shit in his past where maybe it didn't turn to gold like he thought it would have, right? Because everyone's got some financial skeletons in their closet, as it were. But um, you're worried about the viability of the business going forward? Excuse me. What? Like, I genuinely don't understand why you would be worried. SpaceX. Tesla. He made a company to make flamethrowers. And it's making money. Don't worry. I'll let it soak in. But Tincast continues one of the most prominent voices of dissent who shared their opinion on twitter was senator elizabeth warren who called the move quote dangerous elizabeth warren tweets this deal is dangerous for our democracy billionaires like elon musk play by a different set of rules uh than everyone else we already knew that sweetheart Okay, you play by different rules, bitch. I feel like um, Elizabeth Warren should have to um, disclose all of her uh, uh, stock portfolio before she decides to buy it. But um, I continue with Elizabeth Warren. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where, where was I? Uh, this deal is dangerous for our democracy. Billionaires like Elon Musk play by a different set of rules than everyone else, accumulating power for their own gain. We need a wealth tax and strong rules to hold big tech accountable. Did anyone say anything when he, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos bought, I think it was the Washington Post, 
Yeah, I guess nobody really cares because the Washington Post is, I mean, print media is basically dead. Right? Jeez. Uh, it's amazing to me. Let's see here. Um, talk radio host um, Dean. Ooh, I don't know what that name is. But you know what? I, I like this. After this whole thing with um, libs of TikTok and whatnot, I mean, I didn't realize how delish, how, how helpful that libs of TikTok would be to me in this new world order, if you will. I just loved it. I, I love it. I really do. No, because you know, I'm just going to play this video for y'all. I think you'll appreciate this. So this is um, from Libs of TikTok. Uh, let's see here. This is a mashup. Libs are uh, coping well with Elon Musk buying Twitter. A dozen people already deactivated their accounts. How will Elon ever recover from this so this is kind of these are fun i don't know it's a, it's a one minute video everyone please enjoy well it looks like twitter's gone they accepted the money and elon stalin is taking over so fuck you twitter and goodbye forever you insane q like forum or soon to be insane like q like forum peace out bye elon musk this is directly to you. Enjoy Twitter. I just deactivated mine. I will not be reactivating it. Enjoy. I deactivated my account and deleted the app. That's what I think of it. Fuck Elon Musk. Today, Twitter has announced that they've been bought by Elon Musk, or however you say his name. Um, I'm not interested in staying on Twitter anymore because of this. And I think there's a lot of people that are about to leave. So I just wanted to let everyone know that you can find me here. I'm going to also share this on Twitter before I deactivate my account so that anyone. I like how some of these people who are, you know, doing this on Twitter don't see the, at ah, whatever. Who wants to follow me can find me here as well. Hey, I did a thing today. I deactivated my Twitter account. You can too. Yeah, so that was just a fun little mashup, I thought, to really let y'all see your here, I guess. Not the insanity. Because it's not insanity, I don't think. Because here's what's crazy. Just the first one really was the one that, Jesus. I keep standing shit up like I can balance it, right? Elon Musk has basically said, and here's the thing, I cannot, I want to believe in my hearts of hearts that Mr. Elon Musk is doing this for altruistic reasons until I am proven otherwise. I can only say that Mr. Musk is trying to open up a uh, uh, maybe a, a more genuine dialogue is the best way to put it, I guess. 
Because it's not an honest dialogue. Let's be totally honest here. <laughs> um, an honest dialogue cannot be had through text. I'm not the first person to say it. I'm not even the first person to ponder that said idea. I'm not even the first person to even say it that way. But y'all know I am true. I am true. I am I am correct. What I say is true. But if y'all were uh, uh, paying attention earlier in the day, in the evening, if you will, um, Twitter had their all-hands-on-deck conference call, um, I guess, leaked to uh, Project uh, Veritas. Ironically, Project Veritas, as of recording this uh, episode, is trending number five. Even though Project Veritas does not have a uh, Twitter account. Irony to the nth degree. So, anyway, getting back to this, this was uh, posted by Libs of TikTok. So, um, yeah, Libs of TikTok really coming in the clutch here. I'm just going to use them for all of my research. I'm just not going to make any effort. But, um, it was pretty uh and the only reason i even really got into this was because so taylor lorenz was the one that had just like i said follow me come with me on this little adventure we call the half-baked treehouse follow the manic mustache through the meadow muffins of whatever this bunny of to wherever this bunny trail may lead but um taylor lorenz she's the one that doxed uh lives of tiktok and Tim Cast, Tim Poole, the CEO, and the CEO of the Daily Wire, uh, Jeremy Boring, uh, took out a billboard in Times Square. And uh, it read, or still reads as of the recording of this episode, Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok. To where Taylor Lorenz responded, Tim Pool and the CEO of the Daily Wire took out a giant billboard in Times Square today in an attempt to discredit my reporting on Libs of TikTok. Um, and then Libs of TikTok actually responds with, uh, Cry more, Taylor. You actually discredited yourself all on your own. So... Libs of TikTok. I'm sorry, but you are wrong here. Taylor Lorenz did not discredit herself. Hell, Tim Pool and the Daily Wire did not discredit you. It has nothing to do with being discredited. What they are all they are saying is that this is a thing, a real thing. What they are trying to highlight is your lies. You're gaslighting of the public. Because Taylor Lorenz did dox libs of TikTok. Um, the individual who put up this account 
chose not to have their identity forward. They were presenting a persona, if you will. It's almost like a... uh, hmm, Like a vaudevillian actor. Um, They would... I'm trying to think magicians. This was there was a lot of that, but you know what? I'm I'm sorry. You know what? My bad. I'm going down the wrong way. Let me back up a little bit. So, libs of TikTok. I understand. They don't. They didn't want their uh, uh, personal identity out there. They wanted this to be something separate from themselves. Almost an alter ego, if you will. Maybe they thought they were a bad man. Who am I? No, you're not Batman. You're not even, you know, Robin. Or uh, I was going to say not even, uh, 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 oh my God, did I really forget Batman's butler's name? I just did. But, uh, yeah, the butler, he was like, you know, special forces in the English military, so. But back to this. Sorry, everybody. So I just thought that was a fun one. The uh, Taylor Lorenz doxed libs of TikTok. Um, Taylor, they're not coming after your credibility. Libs of TikTok, nobody's coming after her credibility. They're coming after the gaslighting in which the article that Taylor Lorenz links to is... um. The archive had it, whether it was for an hour or two hours. It happened. New York Times, all you have to do is say, hey, listen, apparently we did that. My bad. Moving on. But it's like the actual, what is it? The cover-up's worse than the fucking, than, than the offense? I think was a famous line people used to say all the time. But it doesn't make any sense, Right? But like I said, after that mashup, I just thought, you know what? Let me scroll down to see some of these spicy memes that was coming coming out of all of this. And my favorite one was just like the, you know, it, it it's it's all of that. And the good thing was, like I said, spicy spicy memes aplenty. But the one that I thought was crazy, so this was just one that I'd come across. I'm, I'm maybe I should I should I should I say their name? I don't even know. But uh, talk to those of us who aren't dropping out, uh, but intend to stay and keep right on resisting as we always do. We are not getting you are not getting rid of us that easily. So basically, you know. He is saying, this individual is saying that, um, you know, they're not leaving because of Elon Musk and his tyranny. Tyranny of free speech. Tyranny of freedom. Freedom. Just so you know, this particular individual in their um, profile thing, he has a, uh, a, a pride flag 
and a Ukrainian flag. And there's a thing with the snakes, so there's some kind of medical something and an American flag, so I'm not really sure what they're trying to do. But, yeah, there was that. But um, someone here did notice, and in the beginning it was a Stalin, Elon Stalin. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. In this person, I thought the leftists loved communism. No, leftists love socialism and communists love communism, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, that was that hot take there. So, um, this one, though, from this particular individual did have a quite, uh, uh, um, quite a hot take, which is they will be now using a, uh, an app or social media app, uh, part owned by the CCP to denounce uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter, which is like, we're going to go to communism to denounce capitalism because capitalism is dangerous and it's oppressive. Yeah. I don't know. I sound like a, an idiot. And the, no, I don't care about that. And let's see, here's the last one. Oh yeah, this one right here was um, was a fun one to me because this person had actually posted how the uh, so Elon Musk bought it for his original offering was I think for uh, five hundred or sorry fifty four dollars and twenty cents uh, per share, and um, this guy was uh, thought he had one hell of a own because um, it dropped after he had made that offer to less than, to even less than where he uh, uh, had purchased that. And he was like, oh, Elon Musk lost all this money now, but he feels dumb. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. But, um, yeah, it's just the world's coming to an end. I just want to point and laugh, I guess. But with all of this happening, the real news that came out of all of this, I think, was what was dropped by Project Veritas, like I said. So um, getting back on track, boys and girls. Um, so the Hodge twins were, were good enough to, uh, cut and chop, uh, some of the highlights, I guess y'all can go back, uh, and, uh, project Veritas on YouTube. They have this full call. So there's about two, two minutes, 19 seconds of it. And it's just kind of, I guess you could say it's the greatest hits if you will. So let's see how this works out. How does the board and Mr. Musk? plan on dealing with a mass exodus, considering the acquisition is by a person with questionable ethics. The question of attrition, um, you know, as Parag stated, you know, uh, one of the themes of today is continuity um, and ensuring that Parag and this leadership team continues to operate the business successfully on behalf of our users, on behalf of our customers. Um, and that has obviously been a big topic of discussion at the board. And as I mentioned, an area that uh, is important to Elon Musk as well, because of the importance of Twitter as a service. With no board in place, who will keep Elon accountable and how? Elon made it clear in public that a large part of the reason he bought the platform was because of our moderation policies and disagreements in how we deal with health. This so I'm just going to jump in here. I thought I was going to be a good boy, but I can't freaking do it. And so everyone's mad about the way so this lady just so y'all know is um she's the moderator of this like all hands on deck thing so like people are 
putting questions into her and they are doing like a conference call style um, um, meeting, as it were. Uh, probably the most efficient way to get everybody together at the same time, right? Um, so people in Twitter are worried that because Elon Musk has said that the reason I am doing this is because you censor people and I don't want to have people censored. So, I mean, I mean, that's a thing, right? Sorry. But continue. Puts Twitter service and trust and safety, as well as anybody who cares about health on the platform, in a very difficult position. Twitter service, the role of our policies, and the capabilities we've built around content moderation are fundamental to keeping Twitter safe and growing. Here's the thing, boys and girls, and this is why I think the government is thinking about, well, because Twitter will no longer, quote unquote, be content moderating, right? Um, Section 230, which is that whole cutout for Internet ISPs and um, basically the comments sections, if you will. Um, they're already talking about content moderation. And Elon Musk is saying that I'm going to free the code. You want to see it? Here it is. This is what was happening. Or is he going to get that one ring? Because let's be totally honest here. Twitter is a pretty powerful um, tool for getting a message out as quickly as possible. So whoever does have the, uh, you know, what's the word here? Um, the reins of this particular chariot. Um, they can do a lot with it as an individual, no doubt. I don't disagree with that. But of course, we have to, at least from this point, um, go with, take him at face value and say that Elon Musk is here to, you know, free the code, as it were. I wonder if he's going to be bringing back anybody. Like, who's he going to, how is he going to be bringing back people, right? Uncanceled the canceled. He'll be internet Jesus. Going to hell for that one. Sorry, God. I believe that there is a lot of work we have to do to continue making that better. Sometimes that means more thoughtful moderation. Sometimes that means making things simpler. Sometimes that means changing product incentives to be able to solve problems through products sometimes instead of policies. During the last All Hands, you said that you trust Elon Musk. The correct quote was, we trust him. So who is we and talking to Elon, what made you trust him? And based on the conversation I had with him uh, 
when we were excited to have him join our board. That was because as a major shareholder and an opinionated user, we wanted that voice in our boardroom so that we could learn. Is there an updated understanding on what free speech means? The question behind the question here. All right, here's where daddy gets to get angry. Sorry, boys and girls. The manic mustache. Uncle Mustache is about to lose his shit, but let's just, um, I'm going to just let it play one more time. I might have gone too far back. So that we could learn. Is there an updated understanding on what free speech means? So is there an updated understanding of what free speech means? So these are people who are saying that they uphold... Well, no, maybe they don't. Maybe this has been the problem the whole time is that these individuals don't have the fundamentals of free speech and already in the United States. And I know that the Internet is bigger than the United States, but I'm talking about here where I am. And the Internet is this new town square. And that's what I keep on coming back to where public spaces Sorry, we're privately owned spaces that are open to the public. Your First Amendment rights cannot be infringed upon. The government now has come to say that we have to, we can protect that right here. Because if you were accommodating to the public, <coughs> then this public space at some point belongs to everybody as long as you are accommodating the public. I don't know the exact jurisprudence or whatever the fancy word is to say that, or case law, but that is a thing. If you believe that the protesters at Occupy Wall Street had the right to do that, well, then the speech that Twitter doesn't like can has to be allowed and the thing is that they're saying that oh you can't make us say this well we're not making you say anything if you want to curate the content and then you accidentally Amplify a message that you didn't want to amplify. Well, then that's a different. That's a totally different situation. I think the way that maybe YouTube was in the beginning, where that's where true virality started, where people just were searching words, right? Remember that time on YouTube. Those little short, the cat videos, right? There's a reason the cat video is a meme, right? Because nobody knew what else to do. And they were just like, well, what's cute and adorable? Kittens. And then that's where the quote unquote rabbit hole truly started. Because then the, that's when the algorithm was simple, right? The description had similar words. So maybe this other video might be the same. And then the algorithm grew and it learned and it got bigger and stronger, more powerful, more insightful. 
knowing what you knew, knowing what you wanted to see before you knew you wanted to see it, right? You know, that one video that's just always staring at you right there. It's just like, man, I want, nah, I'm cool. Maybe, uh, oh, fuck. All right, I'll check it out. And then you watch it and you're just like, oh, there you go. I did enjoy that. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah, that's what this, that's what this amorphous internet monster has become, which it wasn't a monster, right? But that's what it has become. It has become this, this, this giant thing. And now we have to really understand that what originated, what originally started in forums and chat, you know, in chat rooms and then forums and then blogs to now what Twitter is, right? And YouTube or whoever. Free speech is just that. The freedom to speak, to convey whatever message you want. Now, if your platform is going to have, for example, decent decency clauses in their terms of service, then those terms of service have to be clearly delineated and when someone receives a strike or is suspended or is forever banned the reasons for that have to be clearly and explicitly outlined I'm sorry boys and girls your terms of service have to be like the Quran. If you do this, here's the punishment. If they do it again, this is what you do, and then you do this. Understand? Yeah, it can't be, oh, well, you know, it... Yeah, we... <laughs> um... Terms of service. The question behind the question here, which is where might Twitter's product go as a private company in the future once this deal closes? To best gain perspective on this, as I said earlier, we'll find ways to bring Elon for a Q&A with all of you to understand better what his vision for the future of Twitter might look like. So there you go. Those are the greatest hits, I guess you could say, or the things that uh, I guess um, Elijah uh, 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 Schaefer. So that's who originated this was Elijah Schaefer. How did the board and it was um. Oh, oh, what is going on here? God damn it! Considering the no, stop. Bad, bad computer. Um. So <clears throat> there you go. That's what's happening with Twitter. I'm not really sure. Like I said, I don't have any reason to um, doubt Elon. I'm trying to think of the word here. Yeah, I was like, huh, yeah, I don't have any reason to doubt Elon. 
He's saying he's doing this for these reasons. So, hey, good on him. I'm very happy about that. I hope that whatever he is saying that he's going to do, he's going to do it. But I guess Elon, unlike, um, you know, politicians, as it were, will be held accountable financially for whatever decisions he makes. And him being a private owner of a company, um, I don't know. I mean, I could see how maybe he could sell influence or something. I mean, I don't know. There's there's many maniacal ways for this to work out for him, you know. But it just assumes that Elon Musk is like this South African, you know, maniacal has a uh, moat with laser sharks, right? Like, if I'm wrong and Elon Musk is that guy, well, my bad. But let's be totally honest here. It's... I mean, what are the real odds of that? Right? I mean, I'm trying to figure out a way to, like, maybe understand possibly how maybe he could, I mean, yeah, he could, he can, and just be like, all right, I own Twitter now. You will all give me one billion dollars. Elon, you're worth like a, a trip. I mean, you're worth a lot more than that. Sorry. Um, the governments of the world will give me one gazillion dollars. I guess basically what it comes down to, like, Elon Musk is, he doesn't have F me, he doesn't have F you money, he doesn't have F me money, he has F the system money. I mean, I don't know. I just find it funny that the, all the people that are that are angry that this millionaire is going out and buying influence, as it were. No one said nothing when Jeff Bezos bought up the Washington Post. But like I said earlier, it's because nobody cares about print media. But this is the Half-Baked Treehouse. Follow us on Twitter at, the, at uh, Treehouse Duo. With all this being said... I'm the Manic Mustache, reminding you I am a gorilla. Love yourself.